Hello and welcome to The Real World on CITR 101.9 FM. The Real World is the UBC UBC Film Society's radio show um, where we connect with campus clubs and organizations through film, or at least try to. Um, Want to start off the show, we are broadcasting live from the unceded Coast Salish and Musqueam territory on UBC campus. Um, you just heard Orbit by Sasha Slug. She is one of my new favorite artists. Um, she has this like new EP called Moon Phase, and there's Nova, Cosmo, and Orbit. We played Cosmo last week. They're beautiful. Um, she's out of Montreal. Freaking Google her. Um, very, very special show today. Um, this show is usually Dama and Dora, but shout out to Dama. Dama's not here. Dama's in Israel having the best time of her life, and we are stuck here in what was very sunny but now very rainy Vancouver. But the we is... Hi, um, I'm Clara. I'm Dora's twin sister. Um, I'm here for the summer. Freaky! <laughs> you guys can't tell, dear listeners, but we look exactly the same. <laughs> and I think this is very funny. Um, I think that listening to this um, must be kind of trippy because our voices are quite similar. Can't tell who's talking. Um, but yeah. That's just like a fun treat for you guys. Um, so Dama is away for the summer. She's traveling, having the time of her life. And we were just kind of thinking like school's over, even though it's rainy today. Yesterday felt very summery. Um, summer is on its way. We can feel it. Its tentacles are tingling. It's in our bones. Um, what are your plans for the summer, Clara? Um, I'm just kicking around Vancouver. Frick uh, yeah! <laughs> gonna eat a bunch of fresh fruit. That's my main goal. Yes! Me too! Clara is visiting me here in Vancouver from Toronto. Um, she's graced this radio show with her presence. I think this will be a one-time thing, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, but so the plan for today, because summer is like such a broad kind of like, what does that even mean topic, which we have done before on this show um, to varying degrees of success. Um, I love the idea of lists. I think they're really funny. I really am. Um, so Claire and I have each come up with a few lists. Um, of how we interpret summer movies. Um, I think we're going to start. I'll just name the list that I have. And then we can talk about like what that even means. So I have about summer. So movies about what, that I feel like embody summer. And are set in summer usually. Um, literally summer. Which have summer in the title. I only have nine. Um, I'm sure there are other ones. But I could only think of nine. <laughs> And then Watch in Summer, which are movies that, A, I want to watch in summer, like this summer, but also um, that I have watched over the summer. I used to work at an ice cream store in Toronto, and I would get home after a shift and just want to, like, pass out on my couch watching a movie. And these are some of the movies that um, I think would be really effective for that mindset. Um, So also just movies that... Don't take up too much brain power. You're going to put them on and then have your barbecue in the back. Who cares? Um, I think this is a funny interpretation. I think all of them are kind of funny interpretations of the summer theme. Um, But we can talk about that later. What do you have? So I have summer movies, like mostly the movies that are just going to be coming out this upcoming summer. Um, And that's basically just like a list of like the like Marvel movies and like big, big budget films. Um, and that's, like, a very literal interpretation that I have, like, in the complete opposite direction, a very short list of movies that I feel, like, embody summer. When I was trying to, like, think of what movies to pick, I was trying to, I, like, the image I had in my head was, like, of a cross breeze. So, movies that felt like a cross breeze. Um, Cross movies, that should be a genre. Yeah, it should. I think it it would be great. It would be very popular during summer. Oh, truly. Um, so I think I'm going to start, um, and I'll, I'm going to start with my, um, like, about summer list, um, and I'll explain the movies themselves, and then also, like, I guess the thought behind. I mean, it makes sense. It's a movie set in summer. And, but also, I guess kind of similarly to Clara, um, not necessarily set in summer, just movies that I have watched, and 
have like I assume that they are set in summer like I'm not sure if that's true but they give me that feeling so this is a no particular order um I was writing these down two in the morning last night I guess this morning um and I was like should I be ordering these and I was like you don't have time (laughs) this will not work um but so this is my about summer list feel free call in contest I don't know how to pick up the phone but you could call (laughs) um so number 10 I'll start at the bottom the way way back is that one of my lists yeah yeah it's a really good movie um if you haven't seen it watch it it's Steve Carell's first or one of his first forays into like serious movies um or like not com not explicitly comedy um and he plays like an evil stepdad who's really mean um and this kid like he's dating this kid's mom and they go to this beach town for the summer and the kid's really sad and kind of awkward and he gets a job at a um water park and hilarity ensues he finds his uh, himself it's actually really cute um it's one of the realer like I feel like that's such a common narrative like nerdy white boy finds acceptance but it's really real um really lovely and Steve Carell is so mean (laughs) um number nine forgetting Sarah Marshall okay um this is more just because I think it always looks like summer in Hawaii but um in this one, Jason Siegel and Mila Kunis find love <laughs> and scorn Kristen Bell. Parent Trap. This one <laughs> is set in summer and it felt very topical. Oh, I should have made this number one. Because um, Claire and I are twins. And for anyone who does not know the plot of the Parent Trap, Lindsay Lohan plays her own twin. Um, and they like trick their parents into getting back together. Um, which I was thinking about this last night. What are the odds that two <laughs> identical twins who were split at birth, one from London, England, and one from Napa Valley, would know. end up at the same, like, South California s- summer camp? But, like, they're, uh, the parents obviously kind of have similar priorities. It makes sense that they would both, like, see the summer camp and be like, I want my kid to go there. It seems like my kid But would how fun. would the London kid I have seen the summer camp? Why doesn't she go to camp? In, in England. S- yeah, like <laughs> Ireland for a taste of that not English culture. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it is a little... Maybe there wasn't a good fencing club in Ireland. <laughs> fencing was freaking boring. Are you <laughs> kidding me? London is where the kids <laughs> fence. How dare you? Well, maybe Ireland isn't, though. That's fair. Yeah. I've been got. Claire just got me. Um, but that's a really fun movie. Oh, it's super fun. Um, very summery. Like, I don't know why. It just, like, feels like summer. A lot of sun-kissed scenes. Um, I think it's the freckles. <laughs> um, yeah, sun coloration. <laughs> that's really what gets you in the summer mood. Um, then I have at number seven, Moonrise Kingdom. Claire's just nodding her head. She did, like, a little, like, yes, of course, wiggle. <laughs> um, Wes Anderson, one of his best films. Um, we did an episode on Wes Anderson um, I think at the beginning of last summer, so very early May, about a year ago, and wouldn't it be funny if this was like the anniversary of that episode. It probably is. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> that's very likely. Um, but one of the Dama's best friends loves also the computer operations manager uh, of the UBC Film Society student executive. Um, his favorite movie is Sunrise Moonrise Kingdom. Uh-huh. Um, so he came on and I just like went off on how amazing <laughs> this movie is. And this movie really is amazing. Um, Wes Anderson is so talented. I think it's funny that you included that because I almost included a bunch of Wes Anderson films. But I thought that his like aesthetic was too divisive. Like there were too many sharp angles, I guess. Mm, um, I don't. That's true. I think of a lot of his earlier work. <laughs> yeah. But also Moonrise Kingdom is probably the softest. That's true. Um palette wise <laughs> and um camera work wise yeah. um it's just a really cute movie about kids yeah, um number six i have adventureland jesse eisenberg and Kristen stewart loving it up at a gross um what do you call theme those park? theme park yeah i guess um i was 
the only thing I can think of was Canada Land. And I was like, <laughs> that's not what it's called. Um, really fun movie. Probably like the first movie Claire and I watched as like conscious like movie viewers. Yeah. Um, really, I really liked it. It really holds up. Ryan Reynolds plays an evil guy. <laughs> I love, I think it's funny that a lot of these movies are, um, not a lot's a strong word, but like in many of these movies, um, like a actor or actress who I like really like plays an evil person yeah. like Kristen Bell Steve Carell Ryan Reynolds who you just like don't expect and then I have Vicky Cristina Barcelona okay love that movie <laughs> um it shows up later on my list too it's a Wes Anderson movie where Scarlett Johansson and an actress whose name I don't know um go to Barcelona and um, meet Penelope Cruz and isn't it Woody Allen yeah and Javier Bardem and they um like Scarlett Johansson and those two like form a polyamorous relationship and then uh Scarlett Johansson went out and then like the relationship deteriorates between the other two people and blah 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 really interesting really cool yeah I really like it number four Wet Hot American Summer google it if you don't know what that movie <laughs> is um Wet Hot American Summer um it's hilarious and they just came out with a tv show oh man I'm so mad because I confused it with American Pie. And I was like, why is that on your list? How dare you? I'm sorry. That's not summary at all. I know. That's why I was so confused. That just, okay, this is a common trait of Clara not, Clara not trusting my lists. It's not that common. No. But it's like, of course I wouldn't put that on. No, but I kept like wanting to put that on my list and then being like, that sounds right, but it can't be. Oh, well, you can have it. Yeah, thank you. You're I'll welcome. Um, number three, I have Dirty Dancing, which is my <laughs> favorite movie. Um, fun fact, I don't tweet that much, but more than half of my tweets are just, I love Dirty Dancing, <laughs> um, which is like a funny funny topic to constantly harp on. Um, and then also, if you haven't seen Dirty Dancing, Google Dirty Dancing. <laughs> it's an amazing movie. Uh, I mean, that's kind of harsh. It's Patrick Swayze and... Um, Jennifer, Jennifer Grey. Grey, thank you. I almost said Joel Grey, and I was like, that's not <laughs> no. right. Um, and Jennifer Grey, um, she plays Baby, and um, he's like a dance instructor at a summer camp. What do you call those? Like Country a, club. Yeah. Um, that she attends with her family, her like wealthy Jewish family, and um, they like fall in love. they fall in love, and there's like class struggles and um, like abortion issues and dancing <laughs> and the soundtrack is so good yeah fun fact about that soundtrack patrick swayze sings he wrote and performs she's like the wind which is a actually pretty good song on that soundtrack and i was a little flabbergasted and then number two i have grease it's a classic you're the one that i want um john travolta olivia newton john living their dreams and then numero uno Although it's still in no particular order, because of Win Dixie. Oh, yeah, I remember that book. I remember that movie. I also remember that book. Um, I haven't seen it pop up in memes <laughs> so much recently. I don't know why. Um, Summer. I guess. Yeah. And every time I see that, I'm, I'm like, oh, like that looks so summery. Like that looks so fun. It's a movie about um, this girl moves to a small town and. Um, she finds a dog and names it when Dixie and like makes friends and I think they solve a murder case. Something weird like that, but it's really, really cute and really, really fun. Um, but we're going to play a couple community messages and then come back with Clara's list. Thank you for listening to The Real World on CITR 101.9 FM. With all that rainfall, my perennials are thriving. Let's take a look at what's popped up in the beds. My lovely discordias are bloom. Pluck a May discorder and read about DIY Space Deep Blue Ahmad Dani Ramadan, discussions on the accessibility of the Vancouver music scene by Eleanor Waring, as well as the programmers championing issues around accessibility for Accessibility Day on CITR. Thanks to our advertisers, Live Band, The Rickshaw Theatre, Timber Concerts, The Real Theatre, The Wise Hall, Slut Island, Pemberton Music Festival, and The Underground Newsstand. Ah, Discordia bouquets have the sweetest perfume. 
Do you love the idea of empowering female youth through music creation and performance? Girls Rock Camp Vancouver is a 100% volunteer-driven nonprofit that promotes self-esteem and builds technical skills in female and non-binary youth ages 8 to 18. Help support this initiative by donating, volunteering, or attending their end-of-camp performance July 15th at the Rio Theatre. If you're interested in being a camper or volunteering with Girls Rock Camp, visit girlsrockcampvancouver.ca. Welcome back to The Real World on CITR 101.9 FM. We are broadcasting live from the unceded land of the Coastal Armless Women Peoples here on your BC campus. 
usually it's Dora and Dama. Today it's Dora and Clara, which like weirdly feels better for me to say because Clara is my identical twin. Um, today we are talking about summer movies because Clara is here for the summer and it's basically <laughs> summertime and that's how the show works. Yeah. I can do what I want. Yeah. Um, so I just um, kind of went through movies about summer that also kind of me reminded me of summer. Um, they were, I think of them as like about summer activities and Claire's going to hit us with uh, my list of movies um, that just like remind me of summer that make me feel like summer. <laughs> um, I was kind of coming up with this list and I realized like partway through that I was focusing a lot on the palette. Oh, um, like uh, lots of yellows and like an image that I had in my head was just like a yellow curtain in across breeze and that was like I was trying to like think of movies like that like embodied all or some aspect of that image um so that's I... such a funny I think view of summer <laughs> just because I feel like a lot of it's like picnic sunshine no, outdoors. very much inside yeah no <laughs> inside kind of cool not yeah. too hot no sun you're perfectly protected yeah I'm excited. Thank you. You're welcome. I think it's very indicative of Clara. <laughs> um, so first on my list is Little Miss Sunshine. Um, that totally embodies that aesthetic. Right? <laughs> um, just like obviously the fan is so yellow. Um, and it's such a good movie just because it has that like also warmth that you need to have in a summer movie. Um, the... If you don't know what Little Miss Sunshine is, it's a great movie with Steve Carell, even before The Way, Way Back. Truly. Um, I was about to say, I think those movies are very similar. I think they were by the same people. I think so. I think Little Miss Sunshine is better. Oh, it is. (laughs) Like, objective. Oh, okay. My bad. (laughs) Um, And it's basically this family that goes on a road trip, and there are shenanigans. Um, Paul Dano's in it. Oh, Paul Dano's great in it. Um, So is... Greg Kinnear. No, I was thinking the little girl. Abigail Breslin? Abigail Breslin, yeah. She was the youngest person nominated for an Oscar ever. Yeah, and it was for that role, and she was great in it. Um, so that's number one. Number two is The Way, Way Back, um, just because, like, similar people made it. It had, like, a similar tone and, like, what they want to do. Um, it has that warmth, but also, like, like Little Miss Sunshine, it has that warmth of summer, but without ignoring some bad features. Yeah. Like, they're are bad things happen in Little Miss Sunshine and Steve Carell's character in The Way Way Back is like cruel um but in like a, not in like a like a vaudeville villain kind yeah, of way it's not a characterization it's just a reality yeah that is something that I was thinking I was going through all these movies and I was like I don't want to like I don't want to make like so many summer movies are just like isn't everything great like oh no he broke up with me oh just kidding we got back together like yeah there's so little like reality in it yeah um i do really appreciate that this like group of people make yeah quality real movies and i think that lends to like the way way back's um plot is very much like white boy finds himself and like gets the girl in the end mm-hmm. which is such like a boring plot trope but it feels real like you were saying earlier it's like a very real story um and it's also like about him his relationship with his mom which is really nice um so that's number two um number three is juno which i like it isn't just like it's something's happening in summer um it goes through all the seasons um but it definitely does still have that like there's bad stuff happening but it still like shines through with a certain warmth that i appreciate in the summer (laughs) (laughs) sensing a theme yeah um like i also had that the cross breeze image but also like but I wanted to watch, like, with a mojito. (laughs) That is my mojito movies is another name for this list. I love that. (laughs) Um, Number four is slightly different. Um, It's Blue Valentine. Oh, creepy. Yeah. Um, Because I think it's the same but different from these movies. It also has this balance of, like, positive and negative and like this is real stuff that's happening except in all the other movies it ends on the positive and this is like the end is the negative yeah but like i was thinking about it not wondering if i should put it on the list but like thinking about the scenes in the beginning when they first get together and they're so happy that like that's such summer that just like fills you with a glow of glow of 
summer heat. Aww. <laughs> um, next movie is Thelma and Louise. Um, also a dark movie. But also quite warm. Yeah. Ultimately about female friendship and empowerment. Yeah. Um, and it's also like a road trip movie. In, I don't know if it's set in the summer, but it's in the south, so it, like you get those yeah like sweeping shots of sand and, and sunshine. sunshine. Yeah, um, riding around in a Cadillac or a convertible. I don't know if it's a Cadillac, <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was a super super summer film. Like that was more like I would watch this with a mojito. Yeah, that was like a barbecue sort of. Well, after barbecue. Like, pop your fly and <laughs> sit in my back with me and watch it. Um, That's very funny. I almost put that um movie on a bunch of my lists, but I feel like I've talked about it so many times. I was like, oh, oh I can't justify it. <laughs> you do love that movie. I love that movie. <laughs> I'm glad that it made its way on the show. Um, And the final one I actually have in parentheses because I think of it, it's kind of more of a fall movie. Um, It's the Comedians of Comedy movie. Um, In 2005... The, uh, Patton Oswalt, Maria Bamford, Zach Galifianakis, and a guy whose name I can't remember. Um, Cute. They're um, all these. They're all these stand-up comedians. In 2005, they went on tour, and they decided to like make a documentary about their tour. Um, but, but it's not like, like a, because it it has like high potential to very much be like a band touring and like this is our shitty van and like these are the ter- sorry these are the terrible venues that we are going to and like it's dirty and awful um but it's a lot more of like people like writing cue cards for their sets in airports oh, funny. um and but the reason that i chose this movie for this list was honestly just one scene um where Two, um, Patton Oswalt and the guy whose name I can't remember are going comic book shopping, and the cameraman is just like waiting in an alley, just like waiting for them to come out. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna meet with Zach Galifianakis, like in the city, and Zach Galifianakis just walks by across the alley, like in an upside down visor, just like looking like he's <laughs> just like living his best life. Oh, that's so sweet. And it's really cute because it's like a, I think it's very summery because it's a very clear day and it's very sunny. And he is just like, so cl- he like looks like he's going to the beach. And he looks like he's having a great time. Um, and also it's really funny. They're great comedians. Um, and I love Maria Bamford. She's an inc- if you don't know who Maria Bamford is, she's great. Google her. <laughs> um, I think she. Oh, she's having a Netflix special that's coming out soon. Oh, word! And I'm very excited. She about. also has a show on Netflix, right? Miss yeah, Lady Dynamite. Lady Dynamite. Um, and yeah, so it's and I I don't know. I think I also have a special place for it in my heart because I it introduced me to a lot of comics that I really like now. Um, but yeah, that's an- another movie that like isn't necessarily like the aesthetic of a cross breeze, but is like I want to drink a mojito and watch this movie. I love mojito movies. <laughs> I was just like as soon as you said that, I was like that should be a radio show. <laughs> Someone should do that. Um, cool. That's an amazing list. Thank you. Um, that's a very succinct. Truly. <laughs> um, I feel silly for having ten on mine. No, my other list has like fourteen. There are a bunch. Okay. A bunch of these. <laughs> um, again, we're just going to play a couple of community messages, and then we'll be right back. Thank you for listening to The Real World on CHR 101.9 FM. Begging for rides from your friends? Bobby, I don't have time to take you to the soda shop again this week. Lugging those groceries on the bus got you in a sweat? Man, oh man, these bags of salt sure are hefty. Being on campus without a car ain't easy, so check out Zipcar and get wheels when you want them. Join now to get your membership for only $20 at zipcar.ca backslash UBC. Tune in Sundays from 9 till 10 p.m. for bootlegs and b-sides with your host, Doe Rand, for the finest in soul, dubstep, ghetto funk, and electro. Ça crépit dans mes oreilles, ça crie les juste mettre à critiquer le meilleur. Into the love load, up in my old news, what we make it with my old news, we do it through the nations, yo. 
Quarantino's international Shit goes down to 514 I'm the Matador Controlling the orchestra while I not got no Enjoy it, don't worry, get to To control my voice Pulling strings with voice Chazé flèves, on est sélectif On va se bâtir une équipe Montréal, on va embellir Sans dire de bêtises We got a studio On fait des tracks de feu Avec mes refournis de jeu La partie c'est jamais clos La ville, on se met à dos Les atlas, nos glaces de futur dans la poche Tout est dans le sac à dos et dans la Compadre, me levanté mi futuro cuadré, lo hago por mis padres y mi escuadra. Montré a la ciudad que yo rodo, la diversidad me quito los rolos. No en la universidad, mi mente dorada que me dará la silla de plata. En el rap será mi trono, mujeres y música yo corono. Es de crenar el tiempo, este va a capacitarle el juez. En Tazza Rome, left is no more for portuguese. I hope that I'm home, it's all that stadium platform. I hope my life will play the way to see me black. Daniel, despierta. ¿Qué vas a hacer con todas tus realizaciones? No sabe de nada realizar las cosas si no las aplicas. Inténtalo. Vamos. Focus the energy, push back the enemies to put us in entity. So hard to deal with a triple identity. Out to the floors, into many days. For myself with a prayer of serenity. Dans le prochain 3, 6, 5. Les rappeurs du 5, 1, 4 vont vouloir avoir mon estime. C'est ce de ceux qui m'esquivent. La femme sidérée, je sais, c'est l'église. Viens, c'est tout futuro. Yo, c'est duro, c'est maduro. Todo se yo sin apuro. Los amos, lo juro. Abro puertas para tomar muros. A menudo, esto yo se lo aseguro. I won't be in jail, but I'm stuck in a cell. Of a certainty, hard to deal with no identity. My big chest won't be the better me. And I just wanna be myself. Swear I wanna be myself. I just wanna be. And I just wanna be myself. 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 Hey, and welcome back to The Real World on CATR 11.9 FM, usually with Dama, always with Dora, but today it's with Clara. <laughs> um, we are broadcasting live from the unceded territory of the Coast Salish and Musqueam peoples here in UBC campus, um, and today we're talking about summer movies. Claire and I just kind of sped through our lists. We both did lists. I guess I should have prefaced with that. Um, mine was kind of like, they were kind of similar vibes, I think, where it was like about summer, but like summer feels. Um, and I'm just going to power through something that I thought was kind of funny, um, which is like movies with summer in the title. <laughs> the only weird thing about this is unlike um, a lot of maybe, yeah, maybe even like, like I feel like winter and spring, no one really calls their movie fall, but like you don't, it doesn't necessarily have to be about or set in summer to have those names in the title. Mm -hmm. Or in that season. Summer, that is not the case. Most, I would say like 90% of the movies with summer in the title are set in summer and about summer. Like, that's how powerful a season and like feeling <laughs> it is. Um, and Claire and I, after our birthday is the first day of summer. So take from that what you will. Um, so I'm just going to power through this list. Again, no particular order because 
I don't believe in order. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> You're an anarchist. Yeah. <laughs> like, but the weakest kind. <laughs> no order to my list? Come at me. Um, I only have nine because I'm lazy. So I'm just going to start from the bottom. A Midsummer Night sec com- Sex Comedy. I don't know if it really counts. Sort of. Um, as a summer. A summer. Yeah. Well, no. Just like I meant like the actual physical word summer or literal word summer. But um, or physical. Who knows? Um, this is a Woody Allen movie. Take on a Midsummer Night's Dream. Not that good. No, it's pretty bad. But pretty silly, which is I am all for. The Endless Summer, which is like a pretty famous um, surfing movie. Like people, it's this... It, I think it took like seven years or something to make. And this there's a documentary and they just followed these two surfers to get the perfect wave. Um, Red Hook Summer, which is a Spike Lee movie um, about a young boy who moves to Atlanta with his like super religious grandfather to kind of like straighten him out and like navigating um, like young blackness and like reconciling that with like old kind of values in this and like applying those to like the real world um i'm gonna have in summer when it's really hot um summer of sam another spike lee movie um and it's his like kind of interpretation of the son of sam murders um which happened during 1997 um to like a italian-american community in the northeast bronx um and it's all about like paranoia and fear um set in the summer and then um following that we have the long hot summer um, which is a 1958 movie um funny i think it's like kind of funny it's a west german film um but like it's set in the states and like in the south and it's this like guy who's accused of like burning down a barn um goes to this like new community um, where no one really knows who he is or like what he's doing and they is it in english or german it's in english oh, okay um and <laughs> no, it's set in mississippi yeah but you said it was a german film it was west german um so and he like incorporates himself into this like really wealthy family and through like sex and schemes <laughs> um really good movie and then following that, I Know What You Did Last Summer, the classic right. movie, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, stars, <laughs> very spooky. Um, then Summer Stock, um, another like, I guess like Southern movie. It's Judy Garland and Gene Kelly. That's What's not to love? <laughs> um, who cares about the plot? The dance numbers are amazing. Right. And I love it. And then Summer Wedding, little known fact, a.k.a. Vicky Cristina Barcelona. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I had no idea that I had an alternate title. And I think that's Vicky Cristina Barcelona is a much better title. Um, but cool that it's called Summer Wedding. Yeah. Just a fun fact for everyone to know. Um, and then the last one is 500 Days of Summer. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> um, I don't really like that movie that much, but whatever. It has summer in the title, and it's decent. Um, Claire's turn. Okay. So my next list of movies are just summer movies that are coming out this summer, um, which is pretty boring. <laughs> um, but I think it's pretty interesting because a lot of there it's mostly just like action movies and like that kind of movies with like cult followings um which is really cool and also like a bunch of sequels but also mixed in there like Sundance just ended there are a bunch of like Sundance films that are like now having wide release um so it's a weird combination of like all these different amalgamations of movies in theaters like all at once um so just like off the bat um sequels um there are two children's sequels coming out there's despicable me 3 and cars 3 i think it's funny that they're both the third installments let it go (laughs) no what's so annoying to me about that is you know they're gonna make so much money they're gonna it's gonna be a ludicrous amount of just cash minions man (laughs) 
I think minions are so funny. How I, did they become what they are? I don't know. I like I never really got it. But whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Dear listener, if you like minions, like minions. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Own it. Yeah. Um, and then much more exciting, I think, is the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> movie coming out, Dead Men Tell No Tales, which just sounds awful. It sounds Have like you seen it's the trailer? Be so bad. No, but I know Johnny Depp's in it. <laughs> um, I think Javier Bardem plays like a dead Spanish pirate who like comes back to life. Do you know if Penelope Cruz is in it? Probably. Um, just like a Vicky Cristina Barcelona 2.0 but pirates Um, yeah no it looks so horrendous Um, but again whatever floats your boat yeah the first one was really good that's true Um, then there's another Transformers movie I didn't even know that that franchise was still like afloat yeah same Um, I saw a really funny um, Franz Tormers doll (laughs) it was like a terrible knockoff it was really funny oh that's cute I giggled um and then guardians of the galaxy volume two which everybody knows about i am so excited (laughs) for that movie i love guardians of the galaxy um and i watched a review online on like the youtubes yeah um where this guy was like yeah it's as good as the first one if not better yeah and i was like yes it's exciting when there's like a strong sequel yeah because otherwise like despicable me and cars it's like you're grasping (laughs) um Then there is a new action flick, which is the King Arthur Legend of the Sword, which just looks like Game of Thrones. I keep thinking it's Game of Thrones. But he's so cute. He is very adorable. Um, I always think it's funny because he's so cute, but they're like, no, he's like a, he wears fur. <laughs> like, yeah, no. He's a man. He looks like Jon Snow's better looking, like, henchman. Yeah. Like he was- I am 100% <laughs> here for. I support this film. I will probably pay to see this movie in theaters. I will. That's how much I care. Wait for your review. <laughs> <laughs> My review would be like, it was fine. He's, He's so, so cute. cute. Which is just like exactly what you said about the trailer. <laughs> which I'll take. Um, and I think the comedies that are coming out are going to be weird. Because there's just, like, a, such a combination of comedies. There's Baywatch, which is, like, Zac Efron and Dwayne Johnson. Also here for that movie. <laughs> Zac Efron's haircut, like, makes me anxious in that movie. I, like, can't get through the trailer without being like, <laughs> oh, this guy's an ass, dude. <laughs> um, and then there's this movie called Girls Trip, which I'm, like, super excited I'm about. I'm really excited about that, too. Queen Latifah. Yeah, it's Queen Latifah, Jada Pinkett Smith, Regina Hall, and Tiffany Haddish, who I love. I love Tiffany Haddish. But it is, like, a weird... I I really like this movie because it's definitely, like, a career, like, we think this woman's amazing. Yeah. We're going to make a movie with her. And I was super excited because she's the least, I think, famous person in the cast. Mm-hmm. But I watched the trailer this morning, and all of the jokes are her. She's, like, the funny one. And so I feel like not only is she just, like, she's a new person and she's this, like, peripheral character, I mm-hmm. think she's also going to be, like, the core They're showcasing. Of the yeah. And so I'm just I'm excited for the movie because it looks good, but I'm also so excited for her. <laughs> yeah, go her. If you don't know who Tiffany Haddish is, Google her. Yeah, that might be the name of this episode. Google, <laughs> Google it. it. <laughs> um, but then like so, alongside Baywatch and Girls Trip, there are these two Sundance comedies that are coming out. Um, there's the Big Sick, which is Ray Romano and Kumail Nanjiani. Um, which I'm excited about because I follow Kumail Nanjiani on Twitter, and he's very excited about it. <laughs> It looks really, really good. It also looks really funny. Um, Fun fact, I called my dad yesterday just to be like, hey, what's up? And he spent the entire time being like, I'm so excited for this movie. <laughs> it looks so funny. Um, So Marcus gives it Mar- two it thumbs up. seal of approval. If that's what you were waiting for to convince you to see it, you're welcome <laughs> to have provided. Um, and then another Sundance comedy is Dean, which is uh, Dimitri Martin and... Kevin Klein, the guy that was in French mm-hmm. Kiss. Okay, um, and there. So Kevin Klein's his dad, his yeah, Dimitri Martin's dad, and their mom. His mom died, and so it's like them both kind of dealing with this grief. Um, and then Dimitri Martin like falls in love with Gillian Jacobs, which is a f- fun subplot, <laughs> cute <laughs> um, little twist. <laughs> um, yeah, but I like I like Dimitri Martin. I don't like all of his stuff but nothing of what you just said made it sound funny it is it's a a lot (laughs) of well no 
I think that's funny because both of these comedies, like The Big Sick is about um, Kumail's girlfriend. They break up and then she gets in a coma and yeah. then like him bonding with her dad. In like, the hospital. <laughs> yeah, like not a cute, no. not a fun movie, but it looks really funny. Um, It's... Dean is a lot of, I think Dimitri Martin, like, work put a lot of into writing it. Um, and so it's a lot of, um, like, doodles, like, the kind of, like, kind of, like, New Yorker cartoons that are, like, slightly below New Yorker quality, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but, like, that kind of humor. Like, he gets angry and throws um, his suitcase, and then it, like, rolls into a pond, and he has to, like, kind of bumblingly chase it. Oh, no. Um, Dimitri, <laughs> don't do it. Um, so I think that, like, the combination of, like, super palatable movies and, like, they're indie films that are, like, but, like, this, the most successful indie films yeah. are gonna, like, merge in, the, do merge in this season. And I'm actually pretty excited for, that is a segue, for the movie Baby Driver. Never heard of it. It's a movie with Kevin Spacey and Ansel Elsgort and like Jamie what Fox? is Kevin Spacey doing? <laughs> Kevin Spacey was in Nine Lives a few months ago. It's on Netflix. Watch it. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's Shaggy Dog, but a cat. It's it was Kevin Spacey. So awful. <laughs> it looks amazing. And he's making Baby Driver with Jamie Foxx. Yeah. What is going on? And it has like an incredibly high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Like I watched hilarious. the trailer and it looks like a movie that like I would be interested in seeing, but then would be incredibly disappointed. Mm. Um, but then, like, it got the, it has, like, really good reviews, so maybe I'll steal it off the internet at some point. I don't know. It's <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, we do not do that here no. on the real world. <laughs> I'm so sorry to have desecrated the Shameful. <laughs> but, like, they do a heist. It's like a heist movie with Kevin Spacey and Jamie Foxx and Ansel Elsgort plays like a driver. He's their driver. Ugh. Kind of like, like drive. Like a worse drive. But yeah, but not at all because the point is that like he's a little kid so they call him baby. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, that's cute. it's this, I'm, I think it's a cool concept but like it's also kind of like pop drama. There's also a really funny movie coming out with Brie Larson that is, like, I was watching the trailer and I thought it looked like a really interesting concept. Um, It's, like, she's buying – she's with a group of people buying guns, and it's, like, a a legal, like, action movie. It's a legal action, but it's about illegal activities. Um, And um, then there's the other group of people who are selling the guns, and there's a mix-up, and – they don't want to pay, but then they also don't want to sell. I don't really know. It's not 100% clear to me. Um, but it's called Free Fire. Oh, I guess it came out last year. Oh. I didn't really know that. But it looks so interesting. <laughs> and there's like a shootout in this big room. Google it. It sounds like, is it all like one scene? Like all set in one single interaction? Yeah. Well, not that seems kind cool. of. But it's like. I think it's about to, it's one big room and it's like all based on the centered thing and then like everyone's hiding from each other and it's called free fire everyone's right. shooting at each other. Oh. It looks really funny. Violent, really funny. And Brie Larson looks awesome in it. Um but that is actually all the time that we have. Thank you so much for being on air with me, Clara. Oh, thank you for having me. You're welcome. These lists were freaking amazing. <laughs> um have a great summer, all listeners. We'll be back bi-weekly. This is a little kind of a switch up. This is our goodbye episode kind of a little bit not really um but thank you so much for tuning in um we're gonna be playing saint lucia by bernice um out of toronto off of her puff ep also really really cool i'm really into it um so yeah thanks shout out to cree summer 